I mean, that is just like the rules of feminism. Hello, sweet listeners. This is the Rules of Feminism, live from Berlin Feminist Film Week, sharing conversations on film and feminism and the festivals out here to support both. Our first conversation is between me, Dara Amelia, and our fearless feminist founder, Karen Fornander. Thank you. Thank you for being here, Karen. Thank you. Thank you for doing this podcast. So it's day one of Berlin Feminist Film Week today. March 5th, Thursday. Tell us more. What is Berlin Feminist Film Week? Berlin Feminist Film Week is a feminist film festival. We have a little tagline. Um, a film festival then challenges patriarchal storytelling. What we're trying to do is to show counter-narratives, not only white, cis male um, stories and filmmakers. Uh, we screen films from women, queer, POC filmmakers from all over the world. And we try to screen films that don't reproduce stereotypes around gender, sexuality, or race, or class, for that matter, or bodies. And why do you feel that this is so important in today's context to provide this platform? I think it's really important because in the last seven years that we've been doing this festival, not much has changed when it comes to mainstream media. Um, the films that are getting nominated for the big prizes are still the same. They're still made by the same filmmakers and they're still about the same stories. And I think it's really important to provide these alternative stories that challenge patriarchal <laughs> storytelling, um, especially because it doesn't reflect this society that we actually live in like if you believe films yes you know we would live in a very one-dimensional society and that's not the truth i also think it's or believe it's important for people to be able to recognize themselves in the films that they watch um i think the film has a lot more power than one thinks a lot of people watch this film and tv and um as much as film and art reflect society um the other way around it can also affect i think discourses about how we think about things and it can reproduce stereotypes um, but it can also break stereotypes, so I think it's really important. And especially today, since um, a lot of countries are experiencing more right-wing movements and they're big getting bigger and louder, and I think it's important to um, yeah, offer this counter-narrative to and be loud back. And how do you find the films that offer that? How do you choose your films for the for the festival? Well, so we get a lot of films uh, sent to us through submissions um, and we have a quite big selection committee that watches all these films and we watch all the films several times so they're all considered for the festival. Um, we have certain criteria that we go by but feminist film is of course a subjective thing. For us it's important to try and have as many perspectives and uh, in narratives and countries and cultural perspectives in there, but also look at class perspectives, gender perspectives, um, offer different stories, make sure that they don't reproduce the stereotypes that I was talking about before, um, that they offer just stories that are close to reality and not necessarily these like, you know, mainstream blah, blah. That's great. <laughs> All right. So what is super exciting about 2020 what's unique about this year what's fresh what's been thrown into the festival that hasn't been in festivals past for the past seven years of your existence 
Um, so this year we're cooperating with the Berlin Ballroom scene on its screening, um, a documentary about the uh, voguing performer Lissandra Nina, who's really big in the European and French ballroom scene. She's a legend. Um, and she's coming to the screening to do a Q&A, and she's also going to perform a history of voguing showcase, um, which is new and fresh. And I, I assume that <laughs> a lot of people have seen posts and liked it, so it feels like it's in the... You know, it's contemporary. Um, I think we also do have a lot of queer films this year in the festival. We usually have a lot of queer films, but this year especially. And it wasn't, it's not on purpose. It's just um, we're a feminist film festival. We do not um, screen films from only like cisgendered women. And it's not a women's film festival. So um, that's of course part of our concept. But I think this year we actually do have more queer films than usual. So that... That leads well into my next question, which is why do you think film should be feminist? It's a question that I've asked the audience today. Mm-hmm. And you probably answered in different ways throughout this interview already. But I'm going to ask in direct way now. Why do you think film should be feminist? Um, I think it's important um, that films are feminist because they do affect how people think about certain roles in society. Uh, A lot of films with women or people of color or queer people, trans people, um, these characters are thrown in as like token um, POCs or, you know, you use a lot of like stereotypical um, portrayals of trans people um, or women and reproduce certain stereotypes of gender roles that are not you know, not um, true to reality. Um, and people spend a lot of time watching TV and films, and I think it does change the way you think about things. And I think by offering different perspectives, people can, you know, learn about different things, but also just being used to seeing different narratives. Because I think so much is about, like, this thing where maybe men don't necessarily watch films with only females in them, but a lot of women have to sit through a lot of films about only men. Um, Because you think that it's a niche thing and films about women are just for women. And I think it's important to just have a lot of these films for people to change their perception that a story about a human being is just a story about a human being. And it's not, you know, for, you know, women's narratives are not only for women. Um, And I, I think it can open your mind to different new perspectives and ways of thinking. Yeah, and just change a culture entirely as well. It has the power to do so. And yeah, that resonates with me. I mean, I feel like um, the more I watch directed, or the more films that I watch directed by women, the more media that I consume that's been produced and created by women, the more I feel empowered to go out and yeah. create my own. And I think like that's such an important sentiment. And I think yeah. that women and people of various marginalized uh, backgrounds deserve and and um and need to see themselves represented in the media that they consume i think so as well and i think that's something that we've learned throughout the years of this festival that it is important to see yourself on screen and be represented and feel that you can actually connect to the stories um it does change things and for other people to see that as well not just you Speaking of other people, let us musical interlude our way into our audience 
input on this subject. Why do you think film should be feminist? Shouldn't everything be feminist? I think everything should be feminist. Why should film not be feminist? <laughs> everything should be feminist because everything is otherwise patriarchal. Frankly, I think everything should be feminist. Um, but film, I think it's important to um, give space and attention to feminist film because um, for the longest time we didn't have feminist movies that um, would be good for younger women also to watch. So I think this kind of thing um, it's really great for especially younger women to have something to look up to and to have strong female role models, um, especially in the movies. Oh, I don't know. That's kind of a hard question to answer. I feel like everything should be feminist. Um, I don't know. I think um, I think film is especially important, just like media consumption. Like we live in a world where we see media all the time and I do think media representation is important to a certain extent um, I don't think it's everything I don't think like feminism should be I don't know words uh, <laughs> I don't think feminism should be like oh we have representation in movies and that's it but I do think it's a part of it and I still think it's important um, yeah I think film should also be a democratic thing and if you look at the representation of uh, realities then most of the time the, rep the representation of feminism is not really there. So that's why I think this festival is very important. Film needs to be feminist because um, we just need to, well film can be anything, but film in its nature is like all storytelling can be seen as something political, right? So um, feminism is a branch of that that needs to become more visible. And film is a beautiful medium for that. Mm. I think because um, culture is also defined by its cultural products and it, the narratives that it chooses to um, put on a big screen and to give, you know, marketing also around. So I, I absolutely believe we can shape reality through movies. Uh, because film is art and art is culture and what's moving things forward so I feel like it should be representative of the progressive movement that we're trying to move towards. I think because media have a huge, I think films should be feminist because they, films and medias have a huge um, influence on our society. I just think that a lot of people watch film for entertainment and there's very like subtle messages for example about the way we should live our lives and in mainstream cinema a lot of the time they don't represent everyone especially women and people of the LGBTQI community and that's why I think it's important that film is feminist. I don't know but I think that unconsciously I've got many life expectations from films and I think those expectations should be feminist and therefore the films should be feminist too. Um, ich glaube, dass der Film ein sehr zugängliches Medium ist und ähm, feministische Filme damit ähm, einfach viele Menschen erreichen und mit äh, feministischen Themen beschäftigen. Most films are boring. Most films are made by men. Let's give women a turn. First of all, I actually don't think per se that films should be feminist. I think that some films should be feminist. I think feminism is a political point of view um, and it is different points of views that you can add to a discussion. Uh, but I really think that it's part of a way of looking uh, and it's a way that how you pres 
like how you how you show your protagonist, how you write, uh, who is working behind the camera, who writes, who films, who does everything. It's part of a process, and I think that that needs to be questioned and uh, changed in society as it is today. Because we get to tell the stories that are not otherwise told, and uh, there's a lot of interesting female stories which are haven't been told throughout the history so this is our chance to explore some of these new angles i think women have been very much underrepresented for the past decades and centuries and uh, it's about time that the film industry alongside other entertainment industries should be more gender equal because it's overdue i mean in this time i don't know it's just like patriarchy had it has had its time, you know, for, I think, quite a bit, so it's about time. It's about time we find out it's all of Now it's the big question. It's about time. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is, my, this, is one of my, this is one of my favorite questions. I've been thinking about this a lot today, in general, in the past, in 2020, and years prior. <laughs> always is there a particular film that you've been that you've seen in the past that reminds you why we need more feminist filmmakers ah oh, that's actually a really tough one i think i'm gonna do the diplomatic answer and say <laughs> that a lot of the films that we get sent to us or that we screen at the festival the filmmakers that we invite i think every year i get reminded that we do need this platform i think because we get so many submissions we know that there's a need for this festival and it's a platform that filmmakers actually want to use um but i also feel like all the films that we get are quite some of them are quite personal and people put a lot of their own experiences and their own feelings into them um and i think that's it's brave and it also reminds me why we need a platform where these films can be shared in sort of a safe space. I don't want to use the word safe space because it's obviously nothing we can guarantee, but it's still, I think the atmosphere at our festival is very um, respectful and I think it's a perfect place for these films to be shown and screened. Um, and also when we invite filmmakers to speak after their films, I always feel like we get really good uh, and valuable input from them as well. Um, and I mean... What film? Hmm. Good one. I, can, I mean, I can jump in here. Um, I mean, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I think, is a big one that I can think of immediately that makes me think about the female role mm -hmm. within Hollywood traditionally yeah. and, and how that film um, continues to perpetuate it. I think in general, I've tried, I've cut out a lot of these. I have a really hard time since I started the festival, <laughs> actually, to watch these films with too many male characters. And it sounds stupid, but I think I wasn't so aware of it before. Now I have a harder time relating to them when I know there's actually other stories that I can relate to. And even like female stories where I can't claim to have any like firsthand experience with their experiences or their stories or films from other countries where I've, you know, never or I can't put myself in any of these situations I still feel like I can write more to these female stories from completely different you know cultures and um, different perspectives than I can to male characters and yeah. it bores me now to watch a film with only men it does <laughs> or just like told from the perspective yeah. of yeah. a man yeah. I think you can really I'm increasingly able to I think 
tell when I'm watching a film that's directed or written or somehow created by a woman or by somebody from a non-white cis male community. Oh yeah, another one that I like that I've been asking a lot of the audience members today, what feminist filmmakers really move you? Is there somebody that comes to mind that you really admire currently um, and uh, motivate you to continue with this festival? Ah, that's a, a tricky one. I can't really say one. I mean, in in our case, because we watch so many feminist films and we get so many centers, I think it's, <laughs> again, <laughs> the diplomatic answer. I think just like getting all these short films from first-time filmmakers um, who put, still put a lot of the personal experiences into the films, maybe in another way that someone does who's been making film for a long time. Like in these first projects, I think you tend to maybe look more to yourself when you make the films. And I think that still really moves me, that people actually make these short films um, about things that they've experienced or things that they want to put out there um, and are like, yeah happy about these films being screened and people actually reacting to them and um, you know feeling things when they watch them so I think that's actually what moves me maybe more than some like specific person or like a specific filmmaker musical interlude number two let's cut back to the audience and collect some more feminist filmmaker icons probably right now Greta Gerwig uh, I mean (laughs) um, there are definitely many and I I was at the Berlin Feminist Film Festival uh, last year too, so there are many um, very talented people, but right now I can think of this because lately uh, um, she has become so popular and um, she's done such great movies too. Um, ich habe eine Freundin Susanne Heinrich, die letzten Sommer das melancholische Mädchen ähm, publiziert hat, ähm, was ich einen sehr interessanten Film mit viel wichtigen Input finde. I think the people I would mention would be just people in my own artistic circles. Um, I can plug them, like Daphne Navarez is an an Argentinian feminist um, audiovisual and filmmaker, and she's really amazing. She's based in Berlin. (laughs) I don't know, it just can say a classic, uh, Sally Potter, but other than it, it, I don't have any other name right now in my head. So many. I mean, I would just say go and rewatch Agnavada's films and just rewatch all of those. She started it. So, in my opinion, anyway, I think that she's the person that kind of was the first Walter film filmmaker that kind of broke down the barriers of what a woman could do with film. I have a friend of mine. She was here at the Berlinale last year. Her name is Camila Freitas. She made a beautiful documentary about the landless workers' movement in Brazil. She's Brazilian, and she is very much a feminist, and the main characters in the film were women who were part of this resistance movement. So that was also really cool. I like Erica Lust. She's a porn director. I think she's a director, um, which is very radical, especially for women to make porn. Um, so she's awesome. I can't think of anyone else at the moment, because there's so few. I saw that Steven Spielberg's daughter is now a porn director. Yeah. Fun fact to add to the podcast. Uh, I like Sofia Coppola as, uh, and her movies and her style overall. Not necessarily maybe a feminist uh, director, but she's a female director and still has a very well-respected reputation in Hollywood, which seems to be a very male-dominant uh, 
location and industry? Uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is my favorite artist at the moment. I absolutely love her. I love everything she's done. I love how she approaches her sexuality and in general just how she yeah, gives us another honest, very honest perspective on being female. Yeah, this festival is really important, I guess. I need some female favorites to start, start choosing. I don't have one. <laughs> we, we all need better education. I don't know if it's like Jane Champion or something classic. Like a, like <laughs> yeah, I need to find a favorite feminist filmmaker. Lena Waithe, maybe? Um, she did uh, Queen and Slim recently. Yeah. And yeah, she wrote an episode on Master of None also. But maybe cut that because I'm not sure about Asdi Sansari anymore. So. <laughs> so at the moment, it is Alma Harel, who's an um, Israeli filmmaker, very critical of Israel, Israeli politics, living in um, the United States. And she's also the founder of Free the Work, which is a collective that curates female directors and their content and puts them out there because they say... Um, uh, we just need to push the quota, but obviously, like in an intersectional manner. And um, she, I just went to see her film last night called Honey Boy, which is actually um, the story of a young boy who kind of gets abused by his. Maybe I shouldn't give the whole fucking story. <laughs> we made a full podcast. Because, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it's about um, parents passing down toxic masculinity behavior to their sons, kind of but told through one guy. Um, but that's not all she does, and um, I like her very much. Please stand by for further details. We return you now to your regularly scheduled program. What are you most looking forward to on the program, specifically the short films <laughs> that you're really excited about, that you're happy to have included into the festival this year? Oh, there are a lot of things, but uh, yeah, the short, I mean, I'm going to say the short films again, like um, short films, I think, tend to maybe be a bit underrated, and for the festival, we put a lot of time and effort into um, curating these short film programs, so I really want to, like, you know, put in a good word for them, I think people should go see them, and we try to, like, match them up in a good narrative that actually works, and not just, like, put short films together. Um, I mean, I'm really excited about the Maxima documentary about the um, Peruvian activist because um, it is relevant, of course, to the climate movement right now, and like it's a narrative that isn't offered so so often in like mainstream media. Um, I'm excited about the retrospective that we have on Saturday with the yeah, bandits from 1997. Uh, I didn't grow up in Germany, so I, for me it's not like nostalgic in that way, but we have um, a American Studies scholar who comes um, to do a talk before the film, um, and the actress from the film, uh, Jasmine Tabatabai, is there as well. Um, wait, I'm going to re-say that because I forgot the name of the American Studies scholar. Rude. Um, so we have <laughs> American Studies scholar Maria Salima come to do a talk about uh, women prison shows and pop culture before the film. And actor Jasmine Tabatabai is going to be there for a talk after the film. And I think those kind of programs um, is exactly what we want to do with this festival, like kind of um, take some uh, academia into it and turn it into more a more accessible format for people who maybe are not within academia, um, who just want to come see film and get taught some new perspectives or um, get some new inputs about things. Um, and I think 
that is maybe what makes this festival or what we're trying to do is like always have some sort of input next to the film so you actually think about what you've seen and um, are able to interact with someone and talk about it afterwards very true and that's all we have today my friends uh, we're very much looking forward to the rest of the week the rest of the weekend it's the weekend now so yeah everybody should come out to Berlin Feminist Film Week March 5th to 9th <laughs> at Babylon in Mitte as well as Bufa Berliner Berlin Union Film <laughs> in Tempelhof. Berlin Union Film Telegram. Yeah. 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 Looking forward. It's going to be an exciting weekend. There's a lot on the program. Check it out online. Or get a hard copy. We don't have a hard copy version. We don't have a hard copy version. So find it online. Alternatively, you can listen to this very wise advice from our audience. I'm really actually looking forward to Bandits, like Feminine Heritage. I think that that is a great program that we have. Uh, I also look forward to Fabulous. I think that's a new thing for us to do a voguing performance and uh, maybe bring in like a different crowd that we're not used to at our festival um, that mostly go to balls and not come to films, which is would be really, really fun. Um, and uh, I also really look forward to Maxima, which I think would be a great program. Well, the movie that's going to start in, in a few minutes. I have only a card for today and I'm really super on the Eröffnungsfilm, because I don't have to work and I'll follow the rest of the media. The 93 Queen, yeah, so I think it's a Monday movie about the Jewish Orthodox community in New York. So I'm very looking forward for, to this uh, feminist perspective. Um, no, I'm just here because my friend invited me and I don't even know what this is about, but he said it was good. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I actually just sent my friends one of the movies about this older uh, woman who becomes... Yes, yeah. Yeah, I'm probably going to watch that. What's the grandma one? The, the, yeah, the casino grandma one. What's that one called? Lucky Grandma, that one there I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Uh, some short films, the short films are always uh, fun, informative, uh, yeah, short films as well. Actually, I'm really looking forward to this as the opening film. I think it's a really special one because, um, I don't know, it's, it's always nice to have um, perspectives that are not Western, so that's really good. And then it offers like a transcultural feminist perspective on um, storytelling. Um, this one particularly is interested, interesting because of this particular movie, because of the extreme closed space for a woman in Saudi society and um, I coming from Turkey find this very interesting in this Middle East context so I'm here to find out more about how women fight for their rights in, uh, in such a hostile environment. Uh, I think Lingua Franca on Monday and the shorts, I think, uh, not a Trump land on Sunday, but I really like to be surprised by the different shorts. Um, I've, I've been to this festival for a couple of years in a row, and uh, I like it because it's always very diverse. It captures a very broad audience in terms of um, race and class and sexual orientation, and I, I hope that they're going to keep it up this year. I haven't actually study the program but every I come every year and the selection is always amazing so I'll just trust whatever they've chosen and I'll come along and see it I'm sure it'll be great
There you have it. He said it'll be great. We said it'll be great. Trust it'll be great. And we will see you at the keynote.